Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And um, these... Tim. There you go. I'm Greasy Randy, and oh. uh, hockey is... Hockey is stupid? Ooh. Yeah, hockey is... God, are we already starting off on, on the wrong foot here with you two fighting? Oh. And the shit on purpose, y'all fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> hockey... Hockey is stupid right now because the Stars haven't scored a goal in like three months. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I mean, speaking so we have Tim and Grant on this week, so it should be a fun one, like it always is when yeah. they're on. Today. <laughs> you could say you could say that hockey is almost as stupid as liking Andre Drummond. Yeah, you could. It's like the Andre Drummond or Dwight Powell of, of Major League Sports. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fucking silly bastards! Let's go, oh, man. <laughs> Okay, let, let's uh, let, let's start the shit off with some stuff, I guess. Uh, okay, let, let's recap so, the last week. Recap, 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 recap. I mean, the first game was a crappy game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so first game was the Bulls versus the Mavericks. Bulls beat us by two points. It was absolute bullshit. No <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I was waiting for that. So. <laughs> Hey, I just realized I'm... we're one game away from win- from winning forty games. Exactly, bro. I'm ready for that fucking we're two wins from over, bro. Two wins from forty one. Exactly. Yeah. We're one game behind the Rockets because Charlotte did us a favor yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was talk. that was great. But yeah, dude, that game was. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the box right now, and I'm like, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Ryan R. Ciasono. Okay. I don't like even that dude, know who that is. I don't know who he was either. And then, like, he like went off on us for ten points, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he was he was stellar. So was the like, whole game the was pretty, pretty. Like tough. their their team had crazy distribution in terms of like points. Like, that he sung twelve, Sodoransky eleven, Denzel Valentine seventeen. You know, Kobe White had nineteen. It's like Autoport eighteen, and then like us, we had. All of our heavy lifting came from the starters, basically, except for Boban, who had 14. <laughs> you know, he had 14 and 12. Holy shit. You know, like, yeah, I yeah. was even saying, like, hey, like, the second that we took him out, we started losing again. We started losing bad again. So I was like, what the hell? I, know, put it in the art- I put it in the article bench points were 60 to 19. And that's like, that's probably the most negative post game I've ever done. But it's like, when you're missing, what, who were we missing that night? No KP, no Seth. Uh, Holly Stein had just gotten back to the team, but was a DNP CD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, KP, yeah, that was it that night. I think everyone else played, but uh, yeah, there's uh, we're running into that same problem with not having much depth anymore after losing a couple guys, and it bit us in the ass that night. Yep. I mean, and one thing I noticed about the Bulls before we played them, like before the game started. Um, besides Sadoransky and probably Carter Jr., their better players come off the bench. So it's like Otto Porter and Colby White have no reason to no, like, off no business being off the bench. Which is weird. It's really weird that they do that. You know, like I was looking Except, at Kobe and I was like, he's been kicking ass, man. <laughs> like, Shaquille Harrison's yeah. good, but yeah, I don't know if he belongs starting over Otto Porter. It's one of those weird those things where. One of those weird things where Harrison is the quote unquote starter, but I mean White had thirty two minutes and Har or yeah, Harrison had sixteen, so like he's he's their go to point guard. I'd get yeah, White because you have Valentine and uh Sadoransky. And Sadoransky any offense yeah. that runs through Sadoransky is pretty stellar, even though their offense isn't that great. But he's good. Um, yeah, I like Kobe that guy White's in Wa- really good too. I like 
Sadoransky in Washington. I'm he's like a plucky little player. I guess that's the typical way to describe any short white dude, but whatever. <laughs> he was their starting um point guard whenever John Wall like first got hurt and they, oh, went, on their, yeah. they went on their little run. I remember that. So that game sucked ass, so let's move yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to uh the Skip Bayless game. Is that what we're calling this one? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, seeing this mm-hmm. live, because I went to this game, seeing that shit live was awesome. Like, yeah, bro. I can't like, seeing Zion, like, I know Zion, like, I knew Zion was a huge dude, right? And I saw him in real life, and I was like, holy fuck, this motherfucker is just super bouncy. Mm-hmm. Like, just a fucking brick. He's like bouncy, but a brick wall. You know, just, it was wild mm-hmm. seeing him play. He somehow managed to still shoot 50 from the field. Despite fifty uh, percent to the field, despite uh, KP and Maxi just fucking locking him down a lot in the beginning. So I mean, that was a really fun game to watch live, man. I mean, Nico Melli though, that last oh my goodness, that fucking that one. He went one for nine the entire game. I watched him miss one. the first eight. That was that, yeah. And I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, and yeah. So that going in and it going to overtime and like. I was pissed too because I was like, I gotta go home, you know, and uh, I was like, fuck, the game should have been over already. Like, I could have oh, already yeah, like going home. The eight thirty central tips are hard enough on people back in Dallas when it doesn't go to overtime. Yeah, exactly. Again, yeah, they changed yeah. it because it was it's uh, a nationally broadcast. Yeah, this is our this is our first OT win in like three or four years. It seems like it, dude. <laughs> like. Yeah. It's yeah, we're I mean we're pretty clutch, I think what a year or two ago, I think, in the in But not an OT. I mean oh, our not... win differential is it was like or our point differential was, was better than our uh like uh win loss record. Oh, okay. Because we, we like were really good at tanking. Yeah. We were really good at tanking. Let's see, Brandon Ingram played forty one minutes, Lonzo Ball played forty minutes basically. Holy shit. And Lonzo went seven of eleven from three, which is something I never thought I'd see a couple years ago. I know. Now he's like he 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 switched up that shot, which is good. And you know now he looks like he's uh he's becoming a player. He's got so. a little bit. Best, he's got a little bit less pressure on him now. Yeah, a lot less. Oh, pressure. Yeah, a lot less. Best best thing that ever happened to him is getting out of L.A. I think. Yeah, best I thing think that ever happened to him was getting rid of his wrong. dad. Yeah, that, that too, too probably. <laughs> I'm well, see. Who, Seth who Curry... does he have a shoe deal with now? Or does he? I think a... he's a free agent. I think he, you know, he's a free agent student, free agent. So. Okay. Let's see. Seth Curry went fucking six for nine, nice from three, which is good. Man, we had a pretty good three point three point game, three point shooting game this week today or that day. Forty four percent, and out of nowhere, a guy that's been struggling lately came. I think it was fourth quarter came up with some instant offense delon Wright hit those three three pointers in a row I that know, was that huge. Was nice. we were yeah, that was crazy we were struggling to score at that point in the game yeah and i mean like so looking at this like kp played 45 minutes dude like okay like i can't believe like I, he played the most minutes out of everybody on this team which is crazy considering the fact that we were so worried about him before the season started about his minutes and stuff like that that's got to be damn near a career high for him I'm sure it is, um, man. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna look it up right now, but you know, like Maxi played 40 minutes, Tim played 40 minutes, Luca played 40 minutes, Dorian. Oh, Dorian got hurt, didn't he? He did. Yeah, Dorian got yeah. hurt. That's right. He only played nine minutes. You know, God damn, dude, we really distributed out like who played in what. Justin Jackson got a DMP, which probably was the you know a good idea for this game. So yeah, fuck Justin Jackson. MKG, whoa. MK, whoa, hey, MKG got a whole two minutes. <laughs> I know. And What's this? Got one steal though, bro. So that... one steal, one foul. Um, yeah. sounds like me and pickup. So that's perfect. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you guys uh, familiar with Club Trillion? Yes, Club Trillion? I, I am. Yes. It's a former Ohio State walk-on, Mark Titus, who's actually a pretty good writer. He would come in at the end of the games, and he would like purposely try, because it would be at the end of these blowouts, purposely try to make club trillion every game, which is when uh, all when you play one minute, so your box score is one, yeah. and the rest of it is zero. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's fucking Ooh, awesome, Club trill. I love that fucking <laughs> – I love that thing, man. Let's see. Yeah. So that was a really cool game. Um 
again like nationally broadcast and people got to see maxi walk up uh, yeah yeah Dorsey, yeah George was on the call which was nice i you know i know bryce was upset he didn't get to meet her because he didn't know and he was working that game and i was yeah. yeah so but i mean like in just in general though man, that game was really fun like like playoff atmosphere it really was like playoff atmosphere yeah and i was like like literally like on like like you know standing up like for the last like for the last minute of, of regular time and then the entire time during ot i was like on my feet like just like on every like every single possession just like cringing or being happy or whatever right like it was wild it was a good time. well then there's the there's the added layer to it that you could really see that being an actual playoff series for like the next decade going forward i think exactly. that's why it was Definitely. so exciting yeah that's fair could be a real rivalry honestly like, yeah they yeah. might go at it a lot and like my favorite part about it is the the interior defense we played i didn't think i i knew we were capable of it i hadn't seen it in so long and we played it to like the best of its ability on wednesday it was really nice exactly. yeah awesome. now let's be honest though luke is a finished product he, he uh... <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> he hit a ceiling yeah he's he's hit a ceiling um we should have had cam reddish from obamba yeah he has no pressure in dallas for those guys he has oh, no pressure God. in dallas uh yep. no pressure. yeah yeah you know <laughs> Luca is just like Dirk. Only he can dribble. Everybody's gonna forget about him. Who's gonna fuck said that? <laughs> Skip Bayless. Did he? I do. I, I haven't. I don't watch anything that Skip puts. Oh out. wait, no, no, it wasn't Skip. <laughs> it was uh, fuck. What's the other dumbass white dude that thinks Steve, that he? Oh no, Max Nick Wright. No, uh, uh, he's on Fox Max now. Cameron? Oh, um, radio show, uh, dude. Oh, uh, Kane. No, he wouldn't bash Luca. No. It's Colin Coward. Yeah, right? it was Colin Coward. Oh, Coward. Okay. Oh, yeah. dude, he doesn't watch. He does not watch basketball. No, not at all. Yeah, it's all. I'll put up. I'm sorry. Colin I'm sorry Coward for. Because... I'm sorry for bashing Skip Bayless for something that Colin Coward said, but they're basically I mean, the same person. Funny. Colin Coward. I love it. <laughs> I feel if you like want to get actually watches basketball though, Colin Coward. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. I've heard what he said. I, mean, no. I just thought it was hilarious. If you want to get even with Colin Coward, just uh, go ahead and follow Live underscore Coward on Instagram. <laughs> Buy your socks today. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, that's not that's not our ad read this week, guys. Anyway, so oh, yeah. so let's go on to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies game. Um, the one that we almost won by thirty points. Yeah, which I'm mad we didn't because right. my brain is just like it has to be even. But <laughs> fucking one twenty one to ninety six. That was a good game. That was a real good game to watch. Really good game, just like put on in the background because you know, like yeah. by like halftime, it was like, oh yeah, okay, we got this. Like, go do something else. Like, go clean or whatever. Like, I love these type of games. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, who didn't play? Um, for Jaren them, Jackson. Jaron Jackson. That's right. Um, Jackson. That's what I was worried. Oh, yeah, he didn't play. Yeah, also, so. Dylan Brooks might as well not have played. Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, he was, he had a few, like, good, he had a few threes. Well, he was, like, the leading scorer, but, like, at the end of the first half, but or yeah. at the end of the first quarter, but then he was also the leading scorer at the end of the first, like, at the end of the third, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh Jackson, I forgot he's on oh, this yeah. team. Yeah. I forgot he's on this team, dude. Uh, he had a pretty good game. Seven for 15 from the field. All right. Michael Kidd Gilchrist played 15 minutes in this game. He did because of, you know. And he was a plus seven. <laughs> What was his stat? He had he went he went zero for three, zero for three, zero for two from three. That's four rebounds though. Yeah, four rebounds and an assist. That's pretty good. And two turnovers. It's like you got you got to love a night where Courtney Lee's your most efficient shooter and Justin Jackson leads the team in minutes. (laughs) Yeah. God. Yeah, this was a weird game. We're gonna talk. I I know plus minus doesn't mean anything. The fucking KP was a plus thirty eight. And Justin and Jackson was, was a plus twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> Luca was a negative six. In thirty minutes, he was somehow a negative six. I don't get it. I mean, I do get it because yeah. he just like had a he. He's been looking off this, you know, this week just because because of his thumb. Oh, his thumb, dude. That thumb is killing him, which sucks. But I mean, yeah. like we got to empty out. The, both teams empty out to the emptied their benches, so that was cool to see. Yeah, we Boban saw five minutes. Are you saw... telling me they fought on the court? I wish. 
Boban scored but, a three pointer. I know that was it, bro. That was I was like, yeah, this is this is a classic. Yeah. This will be on fucking this will be a hardwood classic like twenty years from now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seeing um see we saw a former Mavs great Jared Udoff. Yes. For uh, you know, play which was cool. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's where he is now. That's cool. Like, good for him. Like, we got Yuta Watanabe playing. Yeah, which is cool too. Like, that was that was awesome. Like, John Conchar, which I I made a tweet about him, right? And then like Conchar Hive came at me. Really? Like, literally, I had like four or five people who like don't follow me just be like, he's the greatest ever. I don't know, dude. I was like. I'm assuming they're like alumni or you know people who went to his high went to his college. So I mean, he was one of only two positive players for the for the Grizz that night. Yeah, so. he was good. Yeah, he was good. You know, I'm a good, again we're talking about plus minus. Yeah, but still, you know, plus minus like, doesn't actually mean anything, but it's fun. John Morant had a fucking terrible shooting game, yeah. which Oof. was Four kind of, of upsetting. Like, Ugh. Which was kind of upsetting because I wanted to see him just go off. Yeah. Um, maybe if Jaren was there, like they, I think them two together, you know, but. I forgot Cal Anderson's on this team. I don't know why. Like, after he left um, the Spurs, I just like forgot about him. <laughs> I mean, so, that's most Spurs players or former yeah. Spurs players. It's because I hate them so much. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> Valanciunas had did pretty good. He had he had what, he had a double double. That's pretty good. Seven for eight from the field. Gorgie James uh, still in the league. I know. Gorg- I know. I forgot that he got traded there. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh shit, Gorgie James with them now. Okay, cool. Like, um, um I mean, Brandon Clark also was out. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us though, like just looking at like the stats, you know, like JJ had a terrible shooting night. He's, I think he's on his way out, man. Like, yeah, this is yeah, last season. This is last year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he had one for seven, uh, one for six from the three. Should bring back Raymond Felton. Just bring him back one last ride. Yeah. <laughs> Is he still in the league or no? I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. He's not. Last team that I remember him on is OKC. He was the last Mavs uh, triple-double in the playoffs, if I recall. That's correctly. true, yeah. Maybe it wasn't a triple-double, but it was, like, ridiculous. It's okay. Yeah, Luca has... will get a triple-double this year in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. First game. Calling that right wow. now. Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wonder anyway. how much... I wonder how much time Raymond Felton, now that he's not in the league, spends at the shooting range, you know? Just uh, sharpening those skills. <laughs> shooting cereal into his mouth, maybe. Who? That's so mean. That's so that... mean. We don't, we don't body shame here on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I only gun shame. I don't body shame. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, oh, it was a pretty man. good week of games. <laughs> it was a pretty good week of games, so... Yeah. Uh... You know, uh, let me see what else we want to talk about today. I've had the list pulled up somewhere. Let's see. So, so I went to, um, I got free tickets to go to the game on Wednesday, right? Um, and uh, that night, that day, they're having um, an event. They're doing like a, a shoe event um, called a Sneak Easy. Um, it was before the game, and it was pretty cool. Like, I saw, I saw Hendo out there. I saw... Um, Sean Marion was there. I saw just a bunch of random took people. took a picture with Sean Marion. Yeah, I did. I met up with uh, the guy who runs uh, Luka Donkix. Yeah. That, that account would talk, talks about shoes. I met up with him for a little bit. Um, it was cool, man. Like, I wanted to bet on the shoes. I wanted to, like, bid for the shoes, but none of them came in my size. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> like, they were all, like, 11 and 12s. And I was like, well, never mind. It doesn't fit me. So, because I have small feet, guys. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. You wear, like, a size oof. 7. No, not that small. Anyways, so, so um, it was cool hanging out. You know, cool, cool going to that. Like, um, they had a, they had a person there who was like doing like calligraphy type stuff on the boxes because you got a free box and it came with like it came with uh, some shoelaces, um, like a panini card I think, and um, some socks, which I guess was nice. You know, like just a little something. Um, it was really like it, it was really cool though. To- you gotta see some of the artists who like made the shoes and stuff like, or yeah. like who painted the shoes. It was, it was cool. I hope they do it again. I hope next time they do it even bigger. Like maybe other shoes they could, um, you could raffle off and stuff like that. So, it was cool though. Um, that's kind of it for that, really. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Our next thing, um, we can go into 
Uh, do you want to talk about magic numbers, or do you want to wait till that for, that for later? Uh, we can talk about magic numbers. I mean, there's not a lot going on right now. Uh, That's true. Toronto and the Lakers have both clinched a playoff spot since we last talked. Um, Lakers are the only team in the West that have clinched a playoff spot. Clippers are still magic number of four. Uh, Mavs are down to eight. A combination of eight wins and losses from the Kings and Portland. So okay, that should happen pretty soon then. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this could be this could be a big day seating wise because OKC is in Boston. By the time a lot of us or a lot of you guys listen to this, um, these games might be over. So Dallas gets the Pacers at home. Yep. Uh, by the way, without looking it up real quick, tell me who the leading scorer on the Pacers is. And then OK, OKC is in Boston, and we're a half game back of them right now. So we could be the sixth seed by the time you guys listen to this. And we're also one game back in the Southwest Division lead. Yeah. Which we want. We, we want that so bad. We do. We yes. do. Um, so who is? Can we, can we talk about yeah. the fact that people still think that Houston is going to win a championship somehow? I mean, they're not. But you know, I want them like, so bad in the first round. KP they're not even going like to make the Western 30, Conference Finals. KP no. is thirty-five a night in that series. You oh. can't convince me otherwise, man. Oh, if, if we if we see him in the first round, yeah, yeah, I want it. That'd just be so KP Luca pick and roll, and, and games are over. Like, or just like KP literally like a foot taller than yeah. like than their center. You know, just like the KP quote unquote banging down low, but. <laughs> <laughs> By just okay, like so, reaching over their center. Okay, so who is the leading scorer for the the Pacers? At eighteen point two points a game, TJ Warren. Oh what? What? I, I would have guessed that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because Grant said some bonus, and I was like, oh, that sounds and about right. And the Pacers like... are going to make the playoffs too. Like fucking hell, yeah. dude. One of the rare one of the rare teams these days, the complete opposite of the Rockets. They usually run out two centers at a time. They're... Yeah. And their closing lineups with uh, Turner and Sabonis. Both. I love nineties ball. Sabonis, <laughs> Sabonis, Sabonis is really good, and then Turner's kind of having a turnaround season. Like I really like, and I know a lot of people in Texas really like him, but he's he's pretty useful as much as uh, as much as centers are like running backs, and really just don't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw that. I mean, yeah, he shoots yeah. three. He gets right. four blocks a game. So, I mean, how nice would it be to be the sixth seed? That'd be great. It would be. That's kind of where I want to say. Either of the LA teams, it'd be great. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be, which is what I think is what you get when you're the sixth seed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being the fourth seed sounds better, though. I mean, being the fourth seed does sound nice because then you get home. Yeah. Actually, no. I don't want home court advantage. No, hey, hold on, hold on. We've been pretty oh, good yeah, at home. Yeah. We've been way better on the road. I know, but I'm saying recently, though, like we've won. Yeah, we beat. We, we won the beat, last two uh, games at home. One last I think three. Uh, the one home one court thing is kind of like last the four. crunch time. <laughs> I think the home court thing is kind of going to be like the crunch time thing. Like, tiny sample size. I don't want to judge, like, what we were doing at home or in the crunch or in the clutch just based off, like, what happened the first half of the year. I think that stuff will all sort itself out. I would rather be at home. But Fair enough. Well, this... the other thing about being at home is that right now it's not going to matter because the games are going to be blocked out from uh, from fans in the yeah. stadium anyway. Nah. Well. Yeah, that well, we're keep playing me... until June, so I don't. I yeah, don't care. exactly. That's ex- should be fine by June. Yeah, we'll we could just go. Game. We could just go have all our games in Slovenia since flights over there That's are like twenty five. It's like twenty five bucks for a round trip right now. Yeah. Did you know that, technically speaking, the Warriors still have a chance to make the playoffs? <laughs> That's technically speaking, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, they're probably not. They're, they're definitely not. But technically speaking, they still have a chance. Technically Let's speaking, see. the XFL is also football, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Anyway. <laughs> Next, you're going to say right. that, technically speaking, rebounds matter. Oh, oh okay anyway <laughs> oh, we're just gonna make shit. everybody mad today exactly that's exactly what we're doing. I, I unlocked my uh, twitter account and i'm just bringing all the fire with me all right let's see 
All right, so uh, up next, we have um, questions. We have a lot of questions to go through. Uh, so, Alex. do I thought that we were going to do like a Hooper and a Hefeweizen. Oh, yes, we can quick. do that. Too. Oh, my yeah. God, what the fuck are my mentions? Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Hooper of the week. Oh, Just KP. KP, absolutely. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy money. He's been fucking killing it, um, especially with Luca not being at 100%. Yeah. Um, do we have a Hefeweizen or a beer of the week? Beer of the week is the beer Everything... share that we did yesterday. That was, yeah. Okay. So like, I don't even this. remember all the beers that were there, but. Explain this. Explain it to our audience. Okay. What... So, beer share is where a group of people all bring bottles of beer from different around. Places. Yeah. Uh, from different places, different styles, things like that, and just open it up and have little taster glasses and just drink a shit ton of beer and get fucking, like, really plastered really quickly. Because you're yeah, just tasting all these different beers. Um, yeah, that was fun. Okay. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely want to do another one. And then, uh, you know, so... Oh, also, guys, so yesterday... So, I've hung out with uh, our friend from France, Dallas Mouse Francis here. Yeah. Um, you know, just hang, I've been hanging out with him a couple times this week. Uh, so, yesterday, I t we took him to Petit Colas, which was pretty cool. Um, enjoyed the beers there, which was awesome. Um, you know, it was kind of cool because, like, people were coming up to him because he was wearing this... Um, like retro like mouse jacket yeah and people would be like oh like but you know and then they would be like they'd realize oh he's not from here you know and then asking questions about like you know i think one lady came up to him was like asking him where he got his headband because he's mm -hmm. wearing a little headband because he has long hair <laughs> and he's like he's like i got this from france <laughs> yeah which was funny as fuck because like the lady was like oh okay like never mind <laughs> um but he's really cool, dude. Uh, I know we're hanging out again on Monday or tomorrow. So if any of you guys are free in the area, not you, Tim, because you're far away. But you know, uh, Tim will catch a flight. That's fine. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Just hang out for a day. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, day if any trip. guys, you know, if any guys oh, are God. free, though, let us know. So go hang out again tomorrow. I think tomorrow yeah. he's tomorrow. He's going to go to the, the mouse front office. And then I think doing some other stuff, but I'm going to catch him after. That's cool. So, yeah. All right. So uh, we will get into questions. Before that, we're going to have our very first ad read. So <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to, you know, do our first ad real quick. Um, with home security, there's two ways that you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your home, your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you for anyone that's approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard the inside. Uh, you barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is that you can set uh, set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts uh, ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And, and the best part is, it's only about 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's, what the Verge, or it's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So just go to simplysafe.com slash team today, and you'll get free shipping with a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Uh, go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. So Sweet. let's uh, get into questions. We All got right. paid $2.4 million to read that, by the way. <laughs> Tim, but I live, in Cal I live in California, so I see none of it. Yeah. None of it. I got $28 million just to be here. Just to be to here? <laughs> well, I'm glad right. that you guys are making money because, damn, I'm fucking broke. I know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, being a teacher. Yeah. So it's because uh, I get rebounds. Okay. No one wants no. to hear about your love life. I was gonna say you are the rebound. All right. So today, guys. Okay. God. Okay. So what we're gonna do is that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have an order. Okay. So I'm gonna go first, then Alex, then Grant, and then Tim. Okay. Okay. Save best. Save worst for last. Got it. Exactly. Anyway. Um. So this 
question, first question comes from Philip at endpoint case. He asks, is KP an all pro defensive player this season? Uh, I think he is. Um, I think that, you know, he's getting there anyway. Uh, if he goes off for the next, you know, for the next, uh, the end of the end of the season, like, I think he'll get it. He'll probably end up making the second, you know, second team, which is still pretty good. You know, first year, you know, first full year comeback from injury. Like it's, that's pretty good. So yep. what do you think, Alex? Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, his defensive acumen has been great, especially the second half of the season. Uh, He's a block monster and I love it. And yeah. Okay. Grant. I mean, like what Alex said, he's just getting too many blocks. He's one of the more unique rim protectors because he's so long. Nobody really knows how to get by him on either side. But yeah. All right, Tim, go. Uh, I think he's currently playing at that level. Uh, It's just he hasn't been all year because he was kind of rounding back into form. And as far as making first team at his position, it's always going to be super tough to do that with Gobert standing in the way at the five. Like, as long as Gobert has relatively healthy seasons, he's probably going to be first team all defense. But, yeah, KP right now, I'd put his defense in the paint up with anyone in the league. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I don't think he's necessarily first team, but I, he's definitely yeah. an, an going to be on an all defensive team, or at least yeah. deserves to be. Will cool. he get defensive player of the year votes though? No, uh, I don't think so. No, I mean, I feel like that's the most wide open category of all. Of them. All right, let's see. So our next question call, comes from uh, podcasts at podcast underscore pod. Um, and this is kind of a discussion that happened, you know, uh, this one could be more free for all, but is it possible Chris Sops is the better player? <laughs> no. Um, so the way I see it, you know, I think that Luke obviously makes everyone else around him. Like, that's no question. Um, we have empirical, we basically have empirical evidence saying yes, like he does this. Um, for me, this discussion is like it's it's kind of moot. Like I really don't give a shit about it because as long as the team is good, I don't care. Um, I don't think like even like I don't even think like these two guys care a lot about who's better or whatever. Um, but if I were to say Kristaps is better, if he is better, it's because Luca makes him better. You know, like it's the only okay. way I can kind of the only way I can kind of rationalize it. Um, Again, like I really don't care about it too much. Yeah, I just know like this has been a discussion going on for fucking you know a week now, you know, a week and a half or whatever, um, on Twitter. So yeah, um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's pretty pretty simple to me. Uh, that there's one one of those two players is gonna have MP, MVP votes, and the other one isn't. So <laughs> uh, well, that settles the question for me like kp is not better than luca at all he he, is he great has he been playing better than luca in the last week yes but he's not a better player what do you think grant um well kind of disagree with y'all because uh while luca is amazing and, and and there's no doubt he's like probably the greatest player the Mavericks will ever see as far as we know, you know, besides Dirk and maybe KP. Um, (laughs) We've seen, like, the type of player that Luka is in other players, but no, like, Kristaps is called the unicorn because nobody in the NBA has ever gotten five. Grant just died. Oh, yeah. so I'm I'm back. Okay. No, no, uh, no player in the NBA has ever gotten uh, 30 points, five blocks, and, and five three pointers. That just doesn't happen. Okay. And, and Luke is great, and he's doing amazing things at 20 years old, or yeah, 21 years old. Um, but I mean, he, he's he's the unicorn. He's not like he's not the next Magic. He's not the next LeBron. He's not the next this. Okay. Okay. That's I, I think he's just quick, too quick thing. It, it, just because you're yeah. unique doesn't mean that you're better. Yeah, but you 
just because Dirk was amazing because people didn't know how to stop him. Okay, but who was who's the better player, Dirk or LeBron? Dirk. Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! You asked you asked the wrong podcast that question. Apparently, uh, that's fine that you think that, but you're also wrong. I mean, I think wrong or right. I think I think Grant has a you know he has a case. It's fine. I mean. He has a case. Uh, I... It's just not a good one. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, well, only time can tell, really. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what it I is. Mean, you know, like... Luke is worth ten million dollars right now, but I mean, he's going to be a bajillion dollars while Kristaps is still on his one hundred and thirty million dollar deal. Yeah. So it might be a whole different story in about. I mean, the way, the way I kind of look at it is like, I, there's a lot of recency bias going on here because when Luca had ten healthy fingers and two good ankles, he was. <laughs> But through the first 25 games, he was probably a top three MVP candidate in the league. And it's like, are we forgetting when he was healthy, that start he had, that like he was right up there with LeBron and Giannis for like, this guy yeah. should probably be getting MVP votes. But it's, we, this is just a good problem to have. Like, this is yeah, a luxury yeah, to have to be able to ask ourselves that question. And it's also why, like, I've been advocating for Luca to get a week or two off going into that Clippers game on the 16th because it's like the way KP is playing right now, you can beat a lot of these teams and let Luca heal at the same time. And this is probably the last stretch of the season you can afford to do something like that. It doesn't look like they're going to do that, so it's kind of a moot point. And maybe the thumbs are something he's going to have to play through. But, like, if they're both at 100%, I want to say – Luca's better at running a team, but like, if if your argument is KP is better than Luca or KP is more valuable, I don't care because that just means we have two of the top ten players in the league, like easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's like uh, Nick's, it's like I just it's uh, like fans on Twitter good. trying to rip us for like, oh, one's better than the other, and I'm like, you know what? Fucking great. It's like it's like <laughs> talking about the Lakers. Oh, Anthony Davis had a better game than LeBron. <laughs> Well, cool. We have both those guys on our team. Like, <laughs> I just want to protect my bias. Uh, my favorite type of player is a blocking <laughs> center who can get, you know, okay. five, seven, seven three pointers a game. That's just my favorite type of player. Then why do With you like Andre blocks. Drummond? <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, Luca at Luca Doncic News asks. And we just talked about it a second ago, but should Mavs rest KP and Luca more for playoffs, or should they let them play more and fight for a better position? That is an injury risk versus better position question. Um, so for me, I've been thinking about this since I since the guy sent this. Um, I mean, again, kind of what Tim was saying, how like we can beat a lot of these guys, like a lot of the teams coming up. You know, we have a good chance of, against a lot of these teams. If Luca takes time off, you know, um, that's not a for sure thing, you know, like it's not for sure that we're, we'll win the games we're supposed to without him. But for me personally, um, it's a lot of like control your own destiny thing where it's like, so it's like control your destiny where it's like, okay, like if you play through it, you know, you might have a better shot of like, you know, getting the fourth seed or five seed or whatever. Um, for me personally, I would like them. I think that they should play, but listen to their bodies as well, and just be like, "Hey, like, if Luca for sure is like, hey, I can't play today, like, that's fine, you know. Um, we might need to start doing like some quote unquote schedule losses. That might be something we have to do, um, you know. Which is, I hate that term, but you know, it's one of those things that uh, we might have for a couple of these, a couple of these games coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they should play, um, and just listen to their own bodies. Like they know their bodies the best. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mostly agree with you. the The thing is, is that, I mean, trying to gamesmanship your seating in the NBA just doesn't work. Like it's never worked. Um, so I think that. Rest KP and Luca when you can, um, but don't don't necessarily like spend all your time thinking about seating, um, and like oh man, well if we're the if we're the seven seed we have to play the Clippers, but if we're the six seed then we have to play you know whoever, 
just fucking play the games and, and let KP and Luca like continue to build that chemistry. And if they really are not feeling well for a game, let them sit. Uh, kind of just keep doing what you've been doing. It, it seems fine to me. Cool. Grant. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the question again? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just did not hear the question. Okay. So you, should the Mavs to... basically resting our guys versus getting better position in the playoffs? Okay. Yeah. Um, as long as it's like what we were talking about earlier, as long as you can avoid either of the LA teams. So probably, you know, getting above the sixth seed, you can afford to lose some of these games or at least not lose, but lose Luca or lose KP for some of these games and get some wins. Okay, cool. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. The Thunder schedule is pretty brutal the rest of the way. So I think we're going to end up at worst with the sixth seed. Um, I just, like I said, this next week or so, even if you want to make the Clippers game one of those scheduled losses you were talking about, I think there's no way they both play, uh, Luke and KP both play Wednesday night because that's the second night of a back-to-back and it's home against the Nuggets. So either one of them's going to miss the San Antonio game on Tuesday or one of them's going to miss, or both, like they'll play one in one game and one in the other. I don't know. Priority 1A is health, I think, the sixth seed at the very worst will work itself out. And I'm I'm still wanting to chase the Rockets down in the division. We're one game back right now. They both have 35 wins. Rockets have two less losses. We get them twice, I believe, uh, to finish out the year. So, yeah, I don't know. And our last game of the season, like the sixth seed could come down to game 82 because it's against – it's in Dallas against Oklahoma City. Oh, so. fuck, that's right. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't – I think we end up in the sixth seed at worst just because – at some point I have to start believing in the Thunder because they keep proving me wrong. But I just don't see any yeah. way we don't finish ahead of them. Um, yeah, it, even if we get end up getting one of the L.A. teams in the first round, whatever, you're going to have to see them someday. So it yeah. wouldn't be the complete disaster. But I just I'd want like to get see out of the first series. round, though. Yeah, I want to get out. Yeah, I think I want to get out of the first round. <laughs> but... Unless, and we can we can pretty much stop phrasing it as one of the LA teams. We're not going to be the eight seed, and the Lakers aren't going to fall out of the one seed. We're trying okay. to avoid the Clippers. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so let's see. Next question. Um, this is a good one, dude. I like. This one. And I think I know everybody's answer for this one, but uh, uh asks, um, if you what could add, I know. If you could add a Mavs player of the past to this team, who would it be? To this current team, Dirk. So obviously, my also answer is Dirk. Like, it's got to be Dirk. Okay, right. And break. Yeah. Let, let's say break what every non-Dirk, non-Dirk player. Oh, non-Dirk. Okay, let's say let's do non-Dirk. Uh, dude, I want. Matrix. Say obviously. that again. Your connection cut out. Who did Sorry. you say? I want Matrix. Okay, oh. Sean Marion. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Who would you want, Alex? Me? Man, now that I have to pick a non-Dirk player. I know, uh, it's all hard. <laughs> let's um, let's yeet Jalen Brunson and uh, go ahead and get the best player to ever play with Dirk. Josh Howard. <laughs> Josh Howard, <laughs> oh my god. Ricky uh, Leto? Yeah, that, that's it. Ricky Leto, let's fucking get... Stackhouse. Oh my god. Antoine Jameson. <laughs> what just happened? Like, I I don't know anymore. Uh, Tyson Chandler. No, we don't need a center. Okay, Jason Kidd. Oh God, no! Jason Kidd's the worst. I hate Jason Kidd. Deshaun Stevenson probably doesn't qualify either, so I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, who are you talking about? Oh my God. Uh, JJ JJ Barea. Obviously, JJ yeah. Barea. Yes. Uh, the Canadian oh. sensation. Rodrigo Bois. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Roddy B. <laughs> fucking hashtag free Roddy B. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm fucking go on. Oh, for real? What? Nothing. Grant, go. Um. Ricky Leto. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, um, Deshaun Stevenson. Or Deshaun, Jason all right. Terry. Jason Terry. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't say that. <laughs> I avoided that name on purpose because Alex didn't say it, but Jason Terry, definitely. All right, what about you, uh, Tim? You're really putting me on the spot here because I just cannot decide between Lamar Odom and Rajon Rondo. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> uh, no, the real answer is probably Matrix, right? Because he's got a little bit of an offensive bag, and he's like the elite league defender on that team. So Exactly. Also, since yeah. you guys could never figure out Three. who I was talking about, I meant Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> is he kind of – would he be like the sixth man? Like, is he – no, can he dude, no, play he with Luca. <laughs> yeah, can he play with Luca? Yes, yes, he can play with Luca, dude. Yeah, I know that's what. <laughs> in this, in this NBA, yeah, bro. Great. I'm worried about how he fits with De'Aaron Fox, though. Like it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, so okay, Dallas Mouse France asks, and this is probably for me, but how do you pronounce my name in French? So his, his name is Quentin, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not pronounced. That, it's not the way you pronounce it uh, in France. It's uh, oh my god, dude! He told me yesterday, and I totally forgot. Some with like the end of it is different. Quentin, Quentin, I think, or something like that. I don't know, bro. Tarantino. You guys, you guys want to try? You guys yeah, want to try yeah. to pronounce his name? Yeah, right, Tarantino. Go. No. Damn. Go on, move, move. <laughs> Grant, how do you think pronounce? How do you pronounce Quentin in French? I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> Tim, you want to try? Croissant. <laughs> God, I wish you'd come out tomorrow. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, T Rex at two Rex dot com. Uh, two Rex, whatever. Two Rex dot com. Sorry. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, "How do we keep Maxi a secret so we can stay a mad for life?" Uh, we can't. We can't, but I mean, I think he loves us enough to where he'll stay, regardless. So I mean, I think people, I think people in Wurzburg just like love Dallas. So yeah, yeah. I hope he stays. Uh, but you know, if after his contract is up in a couple of years, if somebody offers him a shit ton of money, I'm not going to blame him for leaving either. Yeah, I'd get get your you know get your bag. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, unlike Giannis. Oh god. Oh, god. Become a free agent and uh, put a mustache on and <laughs> sign as Maxi Threeba. <laughs> Maxi Threeba. So, what do you think, uh, man? Me? Yeah. The Wurzburg Wall. The only wall in Texas is actually effective, by the way. Um, oh. So, let's see. He signed through the end of 23, um, and he's not going to make more than $9 million a year on any of those. Jeez, uh, the last year's an option though. Uh, right now, I guess there's no way to keep him secret anymore. Everyone saw it on Wednesday night, but right now he hits the open market. Do you guys think he gets 20 million a year? I think it's at least 17 or 18. No, not 20, but I think like 18 is probably where I would max him out. If teams uh, have money max yeah, him out. on this market, no, I don't think he'd make 20 just because of the, like he, he might be one of the best players on the open market, uh, which yeah. is which is dope, but he wouldn't like. He, that doesn't mean he, like the market's good. Uh, I mean the Knicks exist and they love power That's forwards, true. but not power forwards that shoot threes. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's see. Let's keep going. Um, our good friend James, friend of the pod, asks. Oh, that um, piece of shit! God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you okay? So you can put any two people against each other in a no <laughs> in a no rules steel cage match. Who do you choose? So Me people. and Grant? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I, want, I want to see fucking, I want to see Tim and Grant go at it. Tim and Grant, okay. No fighting. There would be nothing but... <laughs> I want to see... <laughs> who, who's like the best fighter right now? I don't know. Right Fuck. Uh, like what, MMA? It, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like who can beat the shit out of somebody? Marquise, uh, Chris. Okay, so it's gonna be Marquise, Chris, and James <laughs> for these stupid fucking questions. I just want to see him have the shit beat out of him. Uh, you might need anger, man. Okay. <laughs> oh man. 
what do you think what do you think grant who do you want anybody in history like... oh man <laughs> um at kirk serious face and andre drummond I, <laughs> oh, no. I, would, I would just like to see them talk i, I wouldn't want to see them but i'd pay like for that I'd, I'd pay for that <laughs> <laughs> all right what do you, what do you got tim Charles Oakley and James Dolan. Oh, yes. God, yes. That's a good one. Holy shit. Yeah. And Spike Lee to direct it. <laughs> Spike, Spike Lee is the uh, Spike Lee is the guest celebrity referee. Like, oh, the, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. All so right. are we, are, did we just turn this into celebrity deathmatch? They need to bring that show back. Oh, my anyway. God. <laughs> that's such a good show. Anyway, um, okay, so um, uh, Duke Myers asks, was the twenty thousand was the was the two thousand six finals rigged in Miami's favor? Yes. 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 Okay. Next question. All right. Let's go. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh. Uh. Doyle, aka at the Kobe Beef, asks, "How great am I?" So I've met him exactly one time, and he was cool as shit. So he's actually really great. So <laughs> uh, he's better than Kirk. <laughs> oh man, you have Kobe in your name, so I can't. I mean, that's greatness. Okay, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, he's one of my better follows. I really like that guy. Yeah, he's great. Okay, um, uh, at the Green Chef, which I think is Gumby, right? That's who that is now. Yep. Okay, cool. I'm trying to figure out who the hell this person was. Um, <laughs> if Courtney Lee keeps playing this well, could we actually see the Mavs re-signing him? Um, probably not. <laughs> you know, I don't think you know he's, he's a little getting up there in age. Uh, maybe for like another year, maybe like vet. You know, vet contract. Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like when you bring some, you know, after this year when you bring some more more new guys in, I don't know. What do you guys think? What was the question? Uh, I'm sorry. If you so, would have asked me in 2015, yeah, but yeah, no, no court. So if Courtney Lee keeps playing this well. Do we see the Mavs re-signing him? Oh, uh, I mean, maybe on a vet men, like... Yeah. The thing is, is that you you just don't want to... You don't want to obsess over a guy that, like, is on your team just because he's on your team when his production can yeah. be met with a minimum player. Guy, yeah. Um. Okay, what do you think, Grant? Oh, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, yeah. if you had asked me in 2015, yes, but no, no. no I mean, I would sign him for a one-year vet minimum deal just to, like, be the 13th man, but I don't – I'd rather see, like, a, one of these picks that we're going to have instead yeah, of them up, yeah. I just feel it. Tim. Yeah, yeah. Courtney, Courtney Lee's value right now is the fact that his $13 million contract is expiring. So, no, there's no way, <laughs> no way we're resigning him – no way we resign him at the current number, but yeah, one or two year vet minimum, sure, why not? But like, no, not at thirteen million because getting that off the books is, you know, he had a nice night the other night, but getting that off the books is his value to this team. Yep. Okay, let's see. Uh, at White LeBron seventy seven <laughs> asks, why has Porzingis been playing so well these past few weeks? Um, again, I think it's a combination of him being healthy, him finding his his rhythm, the rhythm of the game, him being able to forget the, you know, his his place in our system and everything, like, like all that together has finally like started, you know, he's starting to become even better than the unicorn of old. So, mm -hmm. what do you think, Alex? Repeat the question. I'm sorry, I'm doing oh, other work. Oh my lord, why has Porzingis mm -hmm. been playing? So <laughs> okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Why is he been playing so well? Uh. Because it takes a while to get back to your normal self after being gone for so long from injury. Like, that that's really the biggest thing, is that he was out for a long time. Um, and just trusting your body again takes a while. And it, it's obvious that he's trusting his body again, and so he's playing better. Cool. What do you think, uh, Grant? I mean, that max contract money started hitting in the bank account. <laughs> Flay's like, supreme, okay, I'm actually going to try supreme now. Supreme confidence <laughs> level at that point. <laughs> but yeah, his confidence, really. He's just, he's he's taking the same shots. He's just making them. Yeah. He's, he's just playing better defense. 
Yeah. He's not sick. He's you know, his his knee's good, so he's just playing like KP. Which is good. Exactly what we wanted out of him. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Tim? Um, all the reasons you guys mentioned, especially health wise, and just him getting back into the flow, but uh how getting hurt and him just being fully unleashed at the five. Like yeah. I wanted that all along and he's been thriving in that spot and I love it like I want him to be our five for the next decade. Do we trade Powell in the offseason? <laughs> oh. Love, love or hate Dwight Powell? Do we trade him in the offseason? So. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can get anything back for him coming yeah. off Come off, coming off injury. the injury. Yeah. 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 Do you trade him by the next trade deadline then? You try. We can try, but we'll see. But would you want to on trade the team, him? You... That, that's more what I'm asking. Would you want to trade Dwight Powell? If someone needs the contract. Yeah, if someone wants to Only for an expiring deal, though. I'm not trying to get... There's no way we're going to acquire, like, someone major for just that. It would have to be, like, a... That and picks and some other Mm -hmm. shit. Maybe one of our young guys. I don't know. Yeah. We're we're going to have a couple more young people. Maybe we can can trade him to uh, to Cleveland uh, for Andre Drummond. (laughs) Well, I mean, it sounds like a good uh, contract if you throw in a couple other players. (laughs) <laughs> all right let's see all it's right expiring deal you're not wrong so oh my god you guys okay so, <laughs> so at lavaris asks since when did y'all start following the mavs and aside from dirk who made you stay um i really started following basketball like when i was like in first or second grade um so that's when i was like it was all about like it was you know um what's his name fuck Michael Jordan, his, uh, his, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what's his name? The best player in the NBA. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So, anyway, oh, so I started following because of Michael Jordan, my cousins. Were blah. And then towards like, you know, this is last year in the league, I don't even count the wizard, the wizards thing, but yeah. Um, when he was about to retire again, he, uh, you know, my cousin was like, Hey, like we should probably go and start watching the, since they're our team here like in dallas now i was like okay might as well right so i remember watching them around like 2001 2002 mm-hmm. you know watching dirk kind of become like dirk starting to become dirk um and aside from aside from dirk uh who made me stay i mean it's weird because i'm not so it's not so much that like the players make me stay it's more the fact that i have like pride that it's my team in my city blah blah so i mean like no one really made me stay like i wanted to on my own volition (laughs) so i've been wanting to even even when we were here you know whatever last couple years like no one made me stay it was more like hey like this is my team this is who i root for but you know yeah what about you uh i mean i started following the mavs uh as a kid and like, I've just always loved the team. Uh, what's made me stay other than Dirk, like, is really hard because I've only been watching since Dirk. Because uh, yeah. what? Dirk was drafted by the Mavs when I was five. So. That's all you know. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that's <laughs> that's the team that I know. So, I mean, after Dirk's left, the thing that's kept me going is this team. <laughs> so, <laughs> I... Like, it's hard to be like, oh, what kept you? It's Dirk, obviously. And just (laughs) fandom in general. Like, you don't... You know, when it comes to sports fandom, you usually, like, you find the team... team. Yeah, you find the team that you love, and you love that team no matter what. It's why the Knicks still have fans, even though they're fucking terrible. That's true. That really is true. I have friends from New York who are diehard Knicks fans. I'm like, guys, like, y'all can't be doing this to y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Grant? Um, so it's besides Dirk. That's the question. Yeah. So like basically, what... so when did you start following the team? And okay, who besides Dirk, if anybody? Um, so when I guess I really started. Well, I started following basketball. A really really long time ago but i started following the maps just because it was my dad's favorite team so okay okay yeah but uh other than dirk the player that kept me around um <laughs> i don't really know because the maps kind of just go through players but i, I guess uh... <laughs> yeah that's the thing <laughs> uh I, I guess again it would be it would be like hmm 
it would be Jason Terry, just because he was the most electrifying player that I got to see, like beside Dirk. Yeah. Okay. Up, yeah. So. That's fair. That's good. What do you? What about you, uh, Timothy? Oh, when I first moved to Dallas in '94, and then uh, my first favorite basketball player was Jamal Mashburn and the Killer Jays. I think we oh. went actually. Oh, wow. We went. We went to the game right before. Uh, I want to say kid didn't return in the second half this and they got into a fight in the locker room this is right when all the tony braxton shit was going on oh um, just beautiful so days at reunion arena and then for a while my favorite players like i alternated favorite players it was sets of ballos for a while um okay i loved eric strickland because you'd never see nebraska guys in the league back then yeah. uh and then for the longest time, it was like, all right, we got this new guy. He's wearing number four. That's Michael Finley guy. He's my hero. And yeah. then once it became the dirty, nasty, oh, filthy, like once it became those teams, I was just, I was already hooked and it was like, oh my God, they're finally good. They're finally making the playoffs. They're going toe to toe with these Kings teams. It's just so much fun. And they're scoring a hundred and, Back when 120 a night was actually like a big deal. Yeah. Putting numbers up. Um, and then, yeah, it just it kept developing and developing. And here I am now. I was I was kind of like Ruben to where like MJ was a god back in the day. And like I was the Space Jam kid and all that. But I would never like a Bulls fan. Um, exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't. It was always. It was always. I loved Reunion Arena. I still wish I could cop in a time machine and go back to reunion arena that's where i graduated from high school and uh yeah man i just god you're so go, taking the escalators to go down <laughs> yeah, I, know. I taking the surface I miss... escalators down into reunion from the yeah dude god, that was always my... fun that's where i that's where i saw my first uh wwf smackdown live wwf god you're so old such great <laughs> memories but yeah um Oh, and bring those jerseys back, for Christ's sake. Yes. Just <laughs> yes. Do it. All right. So we have one last question, guys. Okay. Because I, I had to cut it off because we were getting way too many. So, um, so Matthew Costa asks, better 2011 finals moment, Dirk's game-winning layup in game two or Jets in your face three at the end of game five? <sighs> uh, so for me, I had to think about this one. I was like, shit. I think... So like everybody loves that fucking layup, right? Like mm-hmm. love it, like whatever. But I think Jets, Jets three included the fact that he even admitted he didn't even see the net, he didn't see the hoop. Like yeah. <laughs> I think that like with that story added onto it is my out of those two is probably my favorite. So <laughs> yeah, um, I think I have to go with the Dirk layup just because that was the tide turning moment uh, in the series. Like that that was Very the good. moment that the Mavs realized like we they can do this. yeah, they can do this. Yeah. Uh that's the minute that I as a fan realized like holy shit, this might actually happen. Like I, I was just so pumped and so excited and like the Rangers were doing well. <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, I, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I've gotta pick pick Dirk's layout. Nice. What about you? I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely Jets three. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it was just Jets. It was game five. It was like we were coming down to it on the cusp. It was, yeah, it was, we're getting close. It was Jets three. What about you? That uh, was the uh, that was the best game too. That was the best game. What about uh, what about you, Tim? Uh, I always love the Dirk layup because that's like the exact moment I knew we had a chance in the series. But that was more the culmination of a lot of amazing it was like it was the end of one much larger moment for lack of a better term the jet three was when i without it i didn't have a doubt in my mind when he hit that three that we were going to win game six like yeah that's that's when i was 99.9 percent sure okay we're winning it's idle and it's not going seven um so yeah i'd probably lean a little bit towards the jet three and we're talking the absolute favorite moment of that series. As a write-in candidate, I'm going to go with uh, my guy, Deshaun Stevenson, getting arrested in the parking yes. lot in Irving. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's oh, not what I thought man. you were going to say. <laughs> the, greatest, the greatest arrest of all time. Just <laughs> hammered. 
Just Worth absolutely it. smacked for 48 hours after the parade and just walking around shirtless in an apartment complex in Irving of all places. So who, Hero. Who's, so who's key, it gonna be? key to the city. So who would it be for this team? Who would do that, do you think? Luca. Luca? No, yeah. do not Luca. I don't think Luca. Trill? Trill, yeah. Definitely. Trill might. I think, I think he's Trill might. Never mind. No, he's a he's gonna be a girl dad now. So he's oh, that's right. No, I guess so, yeah. Never mind now. Oh, so JB. <laughs> you think Jaylen JB Brunson. would? Jalen? Yeah. Bro, I can see it actually. He's a little... one of the greatest basketball players of all time with three championships at the two yeah. two of the top three levels. Okay. All right, guys. So those are all the questions we we had today. All right. So, well, I, that's gonna wrap up uh, this podcast because I'm not letting these two fight over uh, anything. Andre, yeah, drunk. don't encourage it. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I know you're. I'm the one trying to keep the peace, and Alex just has dick poking the fucking cage. Like the next, the next ticket fight night. The next ticket fight night. It will be me and Greasy Randy in a ring. Passively aggressively staring at each other and tweeting. Bro, I gotta see Jake. And, I gotta watching, see Jake's watching Zappel. Andre Drummond highlights. And then like, <laughs> and then let me be the celebrity referee, just like enticing yeah. both of you to start fighting. Fight. Actual fist fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, as long as we can meet up before and, and have a good time, I think we'll. Be yeah, nice. before yeah, I think we'll, get, we'll do that. But but until right, next yeah, week, guys, you you all Take have a easy. good day. Bye, guys. Hopefully, you win tonight. Yeah, hopefully we win. Go Mavs. Peace out.